Welcome to the Emergency Traffic Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Emergency Traffic Podcast. Uh, we're here doing another tailboard talk. Today we're all meeting live, so it'll be a new show for us. Uh, we're going to talk about quints today, and I'm sure it'll get a little lively because uh, there's some differing opinions. Uh, before we get going, though, I just want to tell everybody, make sure you follow us on Twitter at at Podcast Traffic. We're on Facebook at Emergency Traffic Podcast. We're now on Instagram at Emergency Traffic Pod. And you can give us some feedback at Emergency Traffic Podcast at gmail.com. So I'm joined today with Paul and Dirk. I'm Doug, of course. Uh, Paul, you're letting us use your house. How's it going? Hey, awesome. It's fun to get together in person instead of doing it over the uh, Facebook or FaceTime <laughs> or whatever we use. So it's kind of cool to sit back here on the deck. Hopefully the backyard's going to quiet for an hour. We can talk about, about quits. Of course, with my background in selling fire trucks, I'm passionate about quits. <laughs> Sold lots of them. Otherwise, I'm good, and it's a sunny day, Victoria Day here in Canada. Yeah, beautiful. I never knew that I was you. You were selling fire trucks. It must be a first, yeah. first time you mentioned that. Yeah, he never mentioned that. Yeah, never mentioned that before. <laughs> <laughs> so, hi, Dirk's voice is a little raspy today. He was screaming at the Oiler game last night where we kicked Calgary's ass, so that was good. Hey, Dirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I apologize in advance. You just wanted to get that in there. Oh, I gotta get that in. Yeah, yeah. So we're uh, got a new a guest host today, being joined by Zach, who is helping us with some audio techie stuff, and also a member of the fire service. Spent some time in the fire department with with myself and Paul. So welcome, Zach. Happy to be here, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm just gonna be helping out with the intro and helping Paul out when you know. His, uh, his age starts to show when we're dealing with the podcast here. Um, just was finished helping him out with his brand new phone. He couldn't figure out how to access his notes. So I had to, <laughs> I had to show dad there where it yeah. was. <laughs> yeah, we grew up. Now, now we're helping you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on, everybody. <laughs> What's a quint? I know what a quint is. It's a triple combination pumper with an aerial ladder. And, oh, no, I'm both drawing a blank. <laughs> yeah, it says confidence yeah, going into that. <laughs> I thought it was a essential fire truck. 85 feet of ground ladder. So, there you go. So, in the olden, olden days, triple combination pumper, pump, tank, and ground And then a quad. Uh, which was a uh, pump tank, hose bed, and some ladders. Yeah, there's no aerial. No aerial. Often, often called a city service ladder. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, pump tank, hose bed, ladders, and an aerial being equipped. Hmm. They started out way back, the snorkels by yeah. Tel- Telesquirt. Did the 50, 65, 75 foot Telesquirt, which is basically a closed block beam boom with a ground ladder bolted to the top. And uh, small communities bought a lot of those. Um, elevated water, master stream device really is what it was, although there was a, and there's a lot of debate about the rating of the ladder on what what do you test a ladder to on a, on a telesquirt. Uh, E1 had a teleboom. Uh, there was a fire sticks by Boardman. There was another one, I can't, I can't remember all the different brands. And that's really because you couldn't put a full size aerial 
or a snorkel articulating platform on a truck with a pump and a tank and ladder. So in the old days, that's what they had. And then it sort of evolved into 75 foot ladders, which is the quince that many of you are familiar with. A lot of little cities in rural North America buy a single axle 75 foot quint um, to protect their communities and uh, could be 55, 65, 75 feet. And then uh, later on, uh, started doing quints with uh, on 100 foot ladders and platforms with quints. And there's even some tiller quints, which are often called quillers. Quillers, yeah. Uh, usually they're a tandem because the water tank puts some multiple yep. weight for the single rear axle. See a few of those in, in California, quillers. I think maybe Seattle. Maybe. Uh, I don't think so. Could be wrong. Yeah. I thought they call them trenchants. <laughs> trenchants? No, yeah. Or the ladder with a bladder? Ladder with a bladder. There it is. There it is. <laughs> became, the debate became more popular in around 2000, the late 90s, early 2000s. And there was a fire chief in St. Louis, Missouri, named Neil Savantics. And uh, St. Louis was in rough times. Uh, apparatus was old. City was maybe declining, having you know staffing issues and apparatus and purchase budget issues and stuff like that. And him and another guy, and I can't remember the other guy's name, formed a company called Quint Concepts. Um, I couldn't find it in still in operation, but Quint Concepts. And they did studies that showed that uh, if you bought quints, so every engine had an aerial device of some sort. Well, yeah, for a while there, St. Louis did the total quint concept. Total quint concept. Every every vehicle was yeah. a quint. The whole that was city. Chief yeah. And I think they maybe had a one heavy rescue or something. Right. And but the rest was everything some were was big a, ladders, some were 55, yeah, some were 70s. Yeah, I know. Yeah. For, I don't even know if they had big ones, but I know. Yeah, they still had. Did they? I yeah, know they, they had. Not have been a quint though. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I just, I just, I kind of became aware of the total quint concept when they were going away from the total quint concept. Right. <laughs> yeah. Back to traditional engines. Uh, although I think in St. Louis, all their ladders are still quints. Could be. Because I think, yeah. But they have engine companies. I think now they have engine companies, which is an engine with a traditional engine, but they call a truck company, which is the smaller quint, the hook and ladder, which is the 100 foot. The big, big but ladder. I think it's still a quint. Think, and then they have one or two heavy rescues now. I always thought it was a, a good idea to have the ladder on engines, just because it gives you that extra option. It's you know the Swiss Army knife of fire trucks, if you will. You've got your regular pumper, tank, hose bed, ground ladders, and even if you only have the the third, I think they changed. Because originally, you had to, have, to be a full ladder truck, you have to have 114 feet of ground ladders. Then they reduced it to 85 feet. And then if you only have, uh, what, 35 or 45 feet of ground ladders, you know, your basic uh, two section and your roof. Uh, and, and so, you know, you had a 55-foot ladder. I sold quite a few of the, of the uh, snorkels and the telebooms uh, on a pump. I like the mid-mount teleboom because it didn't take away from the back of the truck. Typically, a rear-mounted uh, telescopic device takes away from the hose bed a lot. But the mid-mounted, all you had was a four-inch post, and the hose bed was normal. And then the pump module was just a little bit bigger for a ladder to crawl up the side uh, to get to the turntable. And the controls were right out of the pump panel. And I sold quite a few of those. And uh, I put some tele 500-watt lights on the tip, and uh, of course, the waterway. And you could have a connection, so you could put a standpipe line, like a 
because that's right before a balcony or something like that. So I kind of, that's kind of what I did. It, during the St. Louis time, uh, Richmond, Virginia was also mm-hmm. big with Quints, as was Syracuse, New York. Uh, Syracuse actually did it differently. They did a Quint and a Midi Pumper. I think uh, Richmond did that too. Yeah, so it was a Quint mm-hmm. and then a Midi Pumper would go with it. And the Midi Pumper was, well, what today we see as an F550. Uh, they didn't have those before 2000 and, or about 2000 or so. And it was a, a little bit bigger truck. You know, the uh, E1 was famous actually in Grumman for their C65 Chevy, C70 mm-hmm. Chevy with a, a, you know, a thousand GPM pump, 300 gallons of water, little short maneuverable truck. And they called the MIDI pumpers. It was bigger than a MIDI, but, uh, but yeah, um, unions were quite concerned with Quince when they came in as it's potentially a staffing reduction tactic. If you only have four guys on an engine and you had four guys on your ladder, and now you're going to have maybe six on the Quint max, then you've lost some positions, which is important. We all know the importance of having lots of guys at the scene when you arrive. Um, so, you know, that, that became an issue. In fact, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Chief Mittendorf, uh, you know, he shredded this uh, loss, the loss of truck work. You know, because they're not focused on truck work, rescue, ventilation, um, forcible entry, yep. all that stuff. Uh, so, but that's more for the big cities, right? Where mm-hmm. they actually have engine companies, truck companies, rescue companies. But right. for the smaller departments, it kind of made sense to have everything in one because I only have to buy one truck. Right, and that's sort of where we sold a lot of trucks. You know, look around here; every little town had a seventy-five foot or a sixty-five foot quint of some sort. Yeah. Um, they used to respond to calls, but not every, the big thing was like St. Louis was every truck had a ladder on it. I think around here, the it wasn't so much the Quint concept. It was that we need an aerial device and we can get another pump with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they didn't replace their pumpers or their engines with Quints. It was, well, I guess Lacombe did. They got rid of a pump and got a 100 foot power right. ladder. Yeah. Right. But I'm thinking Pinocchio. They had a, a smaller quint teleboom or whatever it's right. called, telesquirt, whatever. Five foot telesquirt. But they also had their own, still two engines. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it was just their way of getting, they probably couldn't afford in 1990 a full uh, 100 foot aerial right. ladder. So this was their way of getting something. And, and you could argue in these smaller towns, you don't need a 100 foot. Area. You're not. You have three-story buildings, really, well, right? And originally, you didn't see a lot of hundred-foot aerial, full-size aerial, mm-hmm. um, with a pump and tank mm-hmm. and hose bed and ground ladders because the truck gets big. In fact, uh, Chief Mittendorf called them uh, the Carnival Cruise Lines of fire trucks. You know, you get a big cab, a big generator, a hose bed, tank, everything in these trucks, and you have them. In, you know, well, they're all over the place. These long uh, 50 foot long aerial platforms with a pump and tank and, yeah. and the cities in, in Western Canada here, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, Winnipeg, they're all, you know, they're big. Um, and that's maybe taken away from that whole truck company concept in that, you know, and I always, we and traditionally cities didn't buy a pump on a ladder because it takes up space. It's not a ton of money more when you're buying a half a million dollar truck in the day to spend 50 grand or 60 grand on a pump and tank and hose bed, but it, it takes away compartment space. Yeah. And so it's weight, is the truck and weight, weight the pump, head. the tank. And most tanks, like that, that's kind of like what I, what I don't like about them is 
you want to look at them as an engine, but with like 300 gallons. Right. What are you going to do with it? Maybe a car fire. A car fire. Right. Exactly. But by the time you charge your water away, uh, the tank's half empty. Oh, yeah. There's There's really nothing. The tank's not for the ladder. No. The tank is so that it can put a car fire or a fire. It does add 1.2 tons of weight to it, right? And if you don't use it, then it's kind of a waste. And you look at the size. Sorry, go ahead. And you look at the size of the pumps that they're putting on these quints now, right? Like, 1500 but lots of them are 2000 gpm pumps right like they're right. massive pumps and so you're gonna burn through that tank in no time at all yeah, absolutely you need a water supply oh, ab- yeah, before your pump absolutely before your and, and the thing that my gripe about it is in these big cities like you said edmonton calgary vancouver winnipeg they already have 25 or 30 engines they don't need more on a on a ladder it's it's easy to just say okay this ladder needs to flow water. We'll give it a pump to pump it. Where in a smaller town, you might not have that extra engine to, to only be dedicated to flow a ladder. But I just think it's a waste of, I think, like whoever you said there, the truck company work is suffering because everybody's so worried about we have water, we have holes, it's going fire tack. Right. And uh, I just think don't think it's, we don't, some cities and towns and departments that are smaller need a jack-of-all-trades truck. Because volunteer department, maybe only getting six people showing up for the call. Mm-hmm. But a big city, you don't need jack of all trades because you have engines. You can have ladders and they can both do their own jobs. And that's, I'm not a huge fan of jack of all trades trucks. But it's, I mean, going away, sacrificing something. going away from Quince a little bit, more and more cities are putting more stuff on their engines. Right. Mm-hmm. They're all becoming rescue engines right. now. And they're oh, they're okay. basically a Quint without a ladder on it, right? It's, it's, uh, I am a big fan of engine work, truck work, set your rigs up to do those jobs. I, I remember when Calgary bought their first aerial with the pump. And I don't know if it was an all steel deal or a superior deal. I think it was an all steel or a Pierce or something like that. And they bought, that was their first. And it was very controversial. Why are you buying a pump on this truck? Is it a truck or is it an engine? How many people are going to be on it? All that kind of stuff. And now, in the past 15 years, I'd say from 2005 or so, most of the ladder trucks I've seen in Western Canada are quints. 100 foot aerial platforms, 100 foot ladders are quints. So, so what, what, sure what's happened? So, I, what I'm thinking uh, is that the chiefs use the pump as an argument to put four firefighters on that rig. Instead of just running it as an area of two, an officer and a driver. Right. Now we have the capabilities of doing fire attack. Right. We need two more guys. Yeah. So now we buy these, and maybe the chiefs just told the politicians, hey, this is all we get now. This right. is. Well, it depends on the city or right? But we need four guys on it. So right. that way we bumped up a staffing level, which is, which is great. It makes, makes the fire run safer. Right? The other difference, I think, between Western Canada and the traditional East Coast, even West Coast United States, is we don't have um, like a dedicated task for a company. Mm-hmm. We have companies that show up and get put to work doing whatever, whatever is needed at the time, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think they justify, well, we can get this truck, it can fight a fire by itself. It doesn't need a pump, blah, blah, blah. But I know Calgary's next aerial order is back to no 
pump no water oh, on is it. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I think they're getting four or five. But they're riding only two guys on it, right? Yeah, but they didn't switch to four on a point. They've always been two. But they want to go to four on, they call them aerials. And they're getting no pump, no... And the argument always was, what do we need another pump for? If it's an urban center, mm-hmm. in order to get 1710 Manning, or whatever the call is, mm-hmm. we need five or six pumps yeah. to come. Mm-hmm. Why do we have a pump on the ladder? Yeah. Right? We don't need it. We've got lots of pumps. Now, mm-hmm. if you're in Lacombe or, or wherever, small city, uh, you know, Winkler, mm-hmm. Manitoba, uh, I sold them a 100-foot aerial quint years ago. It's like, yeah, they, they don't have that many pumps. And if they are, they're coming mutual aid after the first three or four. Then, sure, might as well put a pump on the ladder. But if you're in a big city with, I mean, typical big city, you're going to get at least four to six pumps on a commercial structure. Fire. For a house fire, you get three or four. So you don't need a pump and tank and hose yeah. on the ladder. The other thing is on the small departments, there's no spare truck. So right. when your engine's getting its oil changed, you don't have another one, so you know, it's good to have the redundancy on the other truck. Yeah, I know. But uh, but I think it's important for chiefs and, and people to realize that. It, I mean, we've heard lots, Zach. Mm. It's an engine first. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's, you have an engine. Mm-hmm. There's other things to do that are not engine work. That should be the first priority of a quint. And the thing about uh, you, you kind of, if you want to have a quint, the proper way to use it is to do the St. Louis total quint, mm-hmm. where every truck can do this or that. Mm-hmm. So that as when you get all five of them show up, if you're saying the first one's doing whatever, blah, 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 mm-hmm. they're all interchangeable with each other, where there's lots of times where you can have a ladder show up first or second and get, or a quint get put to work as stretch a hose line. Mm-hmm. Well, now you need to do yeah, ladder work yeah. and know who's doing the ladder work all your ladder guys are doing the other job right. so it, it's important for commanders to realize that just because the truck has a pump on it that doesn't mean it needs to be the primary focus of that truck the other problem too is that uh, if you're not planned and practiced the pumps end up in the way of the ladder yeah when it gets on scene and then we can't mm-hmm. use the ladder anyway that's just poor training you know, on that yeah. part though that's yeah. training that's, that's training arguments that we have which truck goes first? Oh, it's 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 the tower, which mm. is a quint, and it's a small quint in size because it's a articulating platform, so it's not as big as a rear mounted yeah. or mid mounted hundred foot platform. So, and I always argued it should go first if it's a fire versus the engine, and that was sort of always the debate, and I don't know if it still is, but uh, it was for years. The, the space in front of the house, just talk about single family residence, mm-hmm. should be always left open for mm-hmm. the aerial device. Right, right. Well, it doesn't really matter which order you pull in. If, if your pump goes in first or engine, go past, just go past, go past it, right. right? Which is perfect for the first arriving officer. Yeah, he gets exactly. Delta, Alpha, and Bravo side right. view, you, right? right? So it makes the 360 a little bit shorter, and they go past. Do you have to have your hose laid out for that, though? Because right. now you have to stretch back. To the right. hydrant or, to the, or to, the, to the structure itself, right. because you leave right. that space open, right? So I like about New York, they do reverse lace basically the the engine stops drops the guys off they take the hose off and the engine goes to the plug i don't think they, they use a y i think they might do three inch two in i don't know what the hose size is but yeah they got two and a half inch for most of those five six story walk-ups right right and then now you get the pump 
at the hydrant, which is awesome for maximizing right. the flow, right? right? And they can stretch a three-inch supply line if that ladder needs uh, needs water. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's a cool system, and it works for for their environment. Right? Mm-hmm. The big the big thing to work even about the engine pulling past there, right? It's like, where's the majority of your hose? It's on the back of the truck, right? Like we rely so much on the pre-connects, especially in, you know, smaller centers here, pre-connects, pre-connects, pre-connects. And then we usually end up when you pull short or, you, or you, you know, pull in front of it, it's awkward to pull that hose off the back. So pulling in front of the, or past the house rather, gives you that opportunity. And if they why they got static hose pads, right? They just Absolutely. pull up what they need. Right. They, they kind right. of have that nailed down. Well, there's a guy. And there's, a, there's, a, there's a way to calculate how many lamps do you need, and that's what they do. And right. there's a guy on the truck that that's his job. Mm-hmm. His job is to estimate the stretch and stretch the right amount of lines, mm-hmm. right, where the nozzle team's going in or whatever. But I mean, there's the old saying, you can stretch a hose, you can't stretch a ladder, mm-hmm. right? So you got to get that ladder in the right spot so that it mm-hmm. can be used. Because if it's not, you can't just well add a length. You can't you can't add a length to a ladder, right? It needs to be. Are we our own worst enemy? And that you know the small quints have kind of disappeared. You don't see a lot of 55, 65 mm-hmm. foot quints. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, snorkels gone. They're out of business. I don't think so. You can't really buy a a telescope. Well, you can still get snorkels. Though, so I'm not sure who's building them. Is it so Rosenbauer, Rosenbauer bought some for? Uh, Rosenbauer built them for Chicago. Right. Chicago. I don't know who built the boom. Like, cause that was, was uh, a, yeah. That was owned by Snorkel. Snorkel got built by, bought by La France. Yeah. La France went under eventually, but someone had the rights to build the boom. But we're not seeing a lot of those. We used to, every town used to have a, a telesquirt or a snorkel or something, and they're they're kind of gone. It's probably because they didn't get close enough, and then it's like too short, too short, mm-hmm. or yeah. makes no sense having it if we can't even. But that, as you said, Paul, it's, yeah. it's a trading issue. Yeah. It's a so you get a 75, then you start putting more and more stuff. But now, of course, we're seeing a big resurgence in the 100-foot single-axle quints. Uh, the big P brand is doing them. The E brand is doing them. I suppose the R brand is doing them. Uh, you know. Uh, got to all the weight. Though. Yeah, that's they're a lot of heavy. weight. They're yeah. very heavy. Uh, they buy typically what's normally called an off-road rear axle. Um, that can carry thirty-five or thirty-four thousand pounds and big tires. Um, I think the boom on those Chicago squads is from Rosenbauer. Mm-hmm. I think they built it. Uh, I don't think so. See, that's looks why like I was, a snorkel. That's why I said the European, like a Metz ladder on on a North American chassis, would be ideal because they're lighter. But that's but right? that's your your raptor. and I, I hate it. Rosenbauer mm-hmm. raptor. Yeah. I, I hate it because it's. It's something European put on something North American. I was chatting with a mechanic at FDIC a couple of years ago, and he was a mechanic for Seagrave. And he says a lot of this, the, the trend he's seeing is like North American chassis and North American trucks, right? And they're putting European components onto it. And they just, just like European helmets, and it just doesn't ma- mesh, yeah. right? It's, it doesn't mesh. So well, I think yeah. it, it will work for a while. Mm. Uh, I always look at like, take a car. You take a Porsche engine, uh, a Porsche, and you put your V8 Dodge engine in there. Absolutely. It probably works for a little while. It's fun. <laughs> but once you get into the trouble, it's like, oh, man, we got to shut this down. I mean, it says Rosenbauer AC55 on the thing. But looking at the pictures, well, I, I remember very similar to the I remember design. when they... The same. 
yeah. parallelogram arms for the leveling of the basket and everything. I remember kind of following on the internet when they were buying those and because they had old squads because they couldn't get new ones because there right. was no snorkel. Right. And I think they, I think Rosenbauer like built these trucks just yeah. for Chicago. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. well, they've sold a few more now. Yeah, but like, I think it was introduced and whatever. I mean, it's got, got a basket hanging off the back, but it's not. And it seems like for yeah. them, it's working so well that they actually get their own trucks designed or built. Right. Mm -hmm. So right. well, there's yeah, the training. There. There's the the need for it, right? And I think you're right. We all our own worst enemy by. Making not training properly. It bigger, yeah. Yeah. You know, we're always trying to make it bigger. Training is the other yeah. issue. Uh, but I mean, the 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 what Rosenbauer calls the Raptor mm -hmm. is yeah. the Mets aerial mm -hmm. North American chassis. That's mm -hmm. what Victoria yeah. did. That yeah. extreme mm -hmm. extension save a few weeks ago. I think I put it on the uh, yeah. on our <laughs> social media feed. It's not extreme. Like it's the maximum no, it extension, that, yeah. maximum which is perfect extension. for the load. Right. We were talking about yeah, the, yeah. the difference in the right uh, by having a high elevation allow them to extend yeah. all the way. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. yeah. But again, it's it's. But you got the mix of the two. Although, um, you know, I assume since it's one owner, Rosenbauer, it's a single source truck, if you will. Rosenbauer owns Mets. Um, therefore, uh, it's they build the boom in in cars. Like Rosenbauer bought. I can't remember the uh, company that bought that because it's not American. Like the Rosenbaum of America oh, yeah. has nothing to do with Rosenbaum. Well, no, it is. Right? It is. It's uh, yeah. Rosenbaum. It's just exactly remember that. Still, it's not American. They own fifty yeah. percent. I know Doug doesn't like the cab because they look different, but it's different. Yeah. I think it's built in Austria and shipped over here. The Commander cab is nice. Commander's nice. Yeah, that's the, the Avenger. I'm not. I'm just not sold on. But the, yeah. but the Commander cab. Is well, nice. the Avenger's kind of like a step. It's into okay. That. Right. Not, yeah, the, yeah. The European, but, but yeah. So. You know, getting off uh, the whole quit thing. So we may be seeing it uh, uh, swing back um, to non-cities, maybe buying uh, pumped quits or aerials without pumps. Toronto did, and now Calgary is. So it's. Uh... But that gets into your specialty argument about the big, like the big Toronto Toronto bought. Tower, you know, it's, it's a specialty, specialty truck, truck it's a specialty right? Truck, yeah. Just like a ladder is a specialty truck. It's a ladder, oh, a ladder but it's almost truck. It's almost the other. The argument's the complete opposite. Is I'm saying that that truck's too big for Toronto, and they're taking pumps and stuff off their aerials to make them smaller to be just ladders. They're getting a single, a special use single. Truck. Everything's a special use truck. If you want to call an aerial, is I mean that pumper's a special use truck. Everything's a special use truck. If you, but they don't have one. Have four, yeah. four Brontos. But you're arguing with yourself here. Toronto's ladders that don't have pumps are not special use because there's more than one of. Them. How many boats? You, how many oh, boats are in Edmonton, right? Well, yeah, brush, sure, but they're not all. Everything's not a specialty truck. Hazmat is a specialty. A, a tower you're going to use once in forty years in Toronto is a specialty. A true fireboat on an ocean is a specialty. A ladder without a quint on that's not a quint is not a specialty. It's a run-of-the-mill pumper and ladder. That's the the meat and potatoes of North American firefighting. There's nothing special about them. Yeah. You may have misunderstood me there. I guess I did, but it's anything I would like to see smaller pumper trucks with maybe like a sixty foot stick. Because most of the time we use our ladders. To surround and drown, right. square water. Right. So all you need is the elevated water. Yeah. 
you know, you're perfect if you have it on the pump, but our pumps are already so heavy and so overloaded with all that kind of crap that's on all the other trucks too, right? right? So it would be nice to go back to have a simpler simpler way. Um, so something I've been wondering about a lot when we were talking about, you know, doing the Quint talk, uh, coming up. So I, you know, started, started to think about it a little bit more. Um, I wonder if in small towns, especially in Western Canada, the rescues here are actually taking the place of the truck company, right? Seeing as we don't have companies up here, that that's very like an American culture or East coast culture, uh, thing to have up here. We just use a rescue truck in place of that. Um, because typically they don't have pumps in them, even though now I know they're starting to put pumps in them. But uh, a typical rescue up here would carry all the same tools that a uh, a truck would carry. Yeah, unless you're in like a bigger city where the, the, it's a TR rescue or it's a water rescue, heavy rescue, right? Most of the rescues in these small towns are carrying you know your basic truck tools. Right? I don't even think it's just a small town thing. I think it's like a East Coast slash big city big city american thing slash everybody else because when you look at i mean maybe toronto and canada is the outlier but lots like winnipeg calgary edmonton regina saskatoon they don't have the the engine company to truck company ratio isn't the same as the big city united states and they have rescues that fill in what we would call quote-unquote truck work Mm -hmm. and the small towns it's probably because they can't afford a big ladder truck and they don't have enough manpower to staff. Lots of it is they're doing uh, vehicle extrication on a rural road, mm-hmm. on a highway or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be lugging out a big ladder truck out there to go do it. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to bring a rescue or whatever. And I mean, Calgary and Edmonton, I Winnipeg too. When you, when you if you compare a similar size city department to mm-hmm. the states, mm-hmm. this, the American one would have way more ladder trucks. And way less rescues than mm-hmm. we do in Canada, mm-hmm. and we show up on a rescue and then do truck work. It's just the, mm-hmm. it's the way it. But like we also have a rescue dedicated to technical rescue or whatever, or mm-hmm. like uh, a couple that also do the tech rescue stuff. But when they're not doing tech rescue stuff, they're doing truck works at fires. So it's it. In my personal opinion, I'd love it if we were more engine and truck, and the rescue was a specialty thing. But yeah, that's, we, we, do, we do do that. We do do that task wise. Yeah. We just show up on a different truck when we do it. And that's so, not the pre assigned task. Yeah. So all our operations are command driven. Mm-hmm. So whichever truck shows up second gets assigned to whatever the mm-hmm. command decides. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So and that, that busy goes back to everybody's trained to the same level. Everybody knows how to do every job. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think, especially for the big cities, it's, it's harder. To keep up on the training to be good at it right yeah especially if you have to be a generalist yeah. and again so like smaller yeah, towns absolutely you need do. this yeah. you need more stuff on your engine because yeah. it's the only one or you go the quinn concept right. because now you get an aerial but if, if you have the manpower if you have 16 24 guys showing up on scene they should know their job right from the get-go right. but that's I just thought that's just a, a I, remember, thing. I remember uh trying to sell ladders to many you know, Western and Midwestern cities, urban cities, and their complaint with a straight ladder truck or an articulated platform was lack of compartment space because they run either no pump ladders, uh, straight ladders, or they run tillers. And because of truck work, they are the rescue truck. 
Yeah. Everything that's on that truck. Mm-hmm. Fan, salvage blankets, uh, mm-hmm. wet dry vacs, shoring, mm-hmm. rescue tool, everything. it's all on the aerial. Because they are engines. Our engines. engines. Mm-hmm. They got a hose and that's it. Low, that's all they do. Low hose right? mm-hmm. Yes. And it has and a now, lot of hose. Now we go the other way. Right. Our engines now have everything, everything. on there. And so it kind of makes that, that ladder truck that has everything on it with all the compartment space right. kind of redundant. Right. Right. It's it, it I think at the end of the day you look at you know the, the big picture of everything here, it's it's a culture thing. Yeah. Really hundred percent it is in the fire service. You look at North uh, America, right? The United States, their culture of tr- companies right that's that's how they run their fire services up here sure we still have engines we have we have ladders and, and whatnot but we're not big on the actual engine work yeah. or the or the ladder work and well I'm, we're not big on company companies we're big on everybody does everything mm-hmm. which we're, we're turning our people into quints where they're Absolutely. jocks of all trades Absolutely. and then masters you are the argument the rest of that saying is masters of none uh, yeah exactly right right yeah. so you're not an engine guy where all you're worrying about is engine work you're right. not a truck guy for all your word was truck work. Like a quint, you can do everything, but you give up compartment space or you give up whatever to be able to do both jobs. Mm-hmm. And to me, in a small town, sure, small fire department, couple rigs, a quint might be beneficial. In a big city, urban department, 25, 30, 40 engines, you don't need more pumps on your ladders. Yeah. You need compartment space or... If you're not going to fill up the compartments, get a shorter, smaller truck. Make a Boston ladder. It's right? more maneuverable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. maneuverable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can, uh, what do you call it? Uh, on the grass? Beach. Beaching. Beaching. Yeah. Beach it's yeah. not super heavy. Well, you can beach a 100-foot, you know, brand new truck. You can, but then you can tow truck. I'll tell you what's going to happen to your beach. Even in an urban environment, downtown, name a city. The jack spread matters. The staging of trucks matters. Mm, the right. small, if you're you're not going to use the compartment space, get a shorter truck. All that stuff becomes easier to use, right? right? You don't. And, and the other thing is, you don't need every single ladder in your city to have a bucket on the end of it. Yeah, I think Montreal. Right? I think they don't have any quints in the in the main. Could be. Yeah, Montreal, I'm not sure. Their ladders. They used to, we sold them a whole bunch yeah. of HP. That's that picture I sent you guys the other day. HP 100 ladder, 13 foot jack spread, 100 foot. Of reach, no pump, no tank. It's maneuverable. Set it up, drive it anywhere. Pierce is out there somewhere. They're hearing this conversation and they're just freaking going going nuts because that's the ascendant right there. What we just talked about is the ascendant ladder, right? It's short. Yeah. On those. Yeah. 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 Montreal does. Yeah. 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 It's the Pierce mid mount, right? It's short. It's no, a quarter no, ladder, yeah. The oh, yeah, I know, but you want to beach stuff, so <laughs> somewhere out there. Yeah. Yeah. The suction on my favorite. They come with yeah. the pump and tank and all yeah. that stuff. That mid mount, the seventy-five foot with the bucket. Mm-hmm. Like, they're pretty but, but now Sutton has off, offers a rear mount seventy-five as well. Oh yeah, they offer that. Isn't that hundred feet? Right? They, they yeah. had to meet the market. They also build tiller mm-hmm. trucks. Just. Again, they're going to look at again. But tours could be a whole other podcast. Yeah. yeah, we can wrap this one up. We all talked about our personal opinion about Quince. I'm not a huge fan of the whole jack of all trades thing for any truck, really. I, I, I prefer having dedicated jobs based on the truck you arrive at the call at. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, you guys. And for once, I agree with Doug. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's twice. Okay. That's twice. Uh, well, you agree with me about auto aid and mutual aid too. So so far for those keeping score at home, it's two for Doug and zero for Paul. <laughs> awesome. 
Well, once again, thanks for having me, guys. Yep, thanks and for joining us. Joining yeah. us. And thanks for all your techie work. Yeah. yeah. We'll have a new logo here coming out soon. And uh, perhaps maybe a new intro. We shall call you Producer Zach. Producer Zach. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget, follow us on Twitter, Podcast Traffic. Uh, Facebook, it's Emergency Traffic Podcast. Instagram, Emergency Traffic Pod. And uh, we'd really appreciate some feedback if anyone's inclined that emergency traffic podcast at gmail.com so that was our another tail tailboard talk episode and we will uh talk to you later stay safe thanks guys